Expecto Podronecast. Welcome to Mischief Managed Podcast, your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense straight into your ear hole. Sorry, George. For the discerning witch or wizard. And muggles. And squibs. No discriminations here. Well, no trolls. Fudge trolls. On today's episode, our topic is... Fudge v. Scrimger. And of course, our reoccurring segments brought to you by us nerds... Katie. Laura. Kate. And most importantly, me, Craig, seeing as I'm the only wizard among these witches. Now on with the show. Welcome back to Mischief Managed Podcast. Good morning. Good, good day. Sure. It's morning somewhere. She gestured at the clock. It's like 3. P.M. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> good morning, everyone. <laughs> it's morning somewhere. Someone morning. is listening to this three. in the morning. I mean, I did. Yeah, you did. But. You know. What? <laughs> We're off to a great start. Yeah. It's been an odd morning yes. so far. Um, but. Laura has a story. (laughs) I have a story. (laughs) So it's story time with Laura. Yeah. So uh, our previous special guest, Maria, can corroborate this. (laughs) So it's real. It's real. Um, So the office that we work in uh, shares a bathroom hallway with another uh, company. And I find the interactions that I have with their staff so funny. (laughs) They're just like the weirdest human beings to us. But uh, I went in there one day and there were these two women having what I can only describe as a muffliatoed conversation (laughs) because their mouths were moving and I couldn't hear a single word that they were saying. And I was literally shoulder to shoulder with them. Whoa. And like they had started and they were talking a bit more. And then as soon as like I came into the washroom, it got like so quiet that I was like, I had to watch them while I was like washing my hands. Oh my God. (laughs) Like just looking at them through the mirror. And I was like, happening and then like i just ran back to my my seat and i was like maria if you're not busy right now you have to go to the washroom and see this <laughs> that's hilarious so she's that's like weird. i trust you and then else. went and she was like they were doing it oh they God. were still doing it were they just lip reading through the mirror or? they were having the most intense conversation and i don't know if it was just so under the breath that like only the two of them could tell or maybe they're witches and they casted <laughs> Muffliato in their general vicinity because, like, I have witnesses. It happened. They were definitely communicating somehow, but we couldn't hear a single word they were saying. There you go, people. Magic is real. Magic, Magic is, is real. real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard it here first. Proof. Or did you? Finally proof. <laughs> um, as you can probably hear, Kate isn't joining us. Um, we've had many absences lately, but yes. we'll all get together very soon, and I promise you like what you hear. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. That's a lot to promise. Yeah, it's a lot to promise. I take that back. It is <laughs> summer. Yeah, so just just the three of us today, but just we'll, the three of us. we'll make it unlike last time when it was just the three of us. But a different three. Yeah. A lot of moving parts I'm out. Oh. <laughs> just, just you two now. <laughs> oh my God, Laura Katie friendship hour. Yeah. We don't need him. No. I never said you (laughs) did. So many giggles. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah. All right. Back on track. Ravenclaw house party. Yes. (laughs) I did enjoy the episode last week. Um, For people who don't know, I wasn't on it, but it it was great. It was one of those weird things where I was listening to it, and it was like, 
listening to my friends have a conversation without me, <laughs> which is a really weird feeling where you're just like listening to them have a conversation and you're like, this is weird. And then when I was listening to the edited version, I was like, okay, this is just like listening to a podcast that I have nothing to do with. Yeah. It's quite nice. Huh. It's a good so little like, a weird break. Just, uh, I, just I, a listener. Just listen. And edit. I laughed out loud at ghost bureaucracy. I thought that was <laughs> super funny. And I, none of you guys gave it the attention that it deserved. <laughs> Who even said that? Laura did. <laughs> Who do you think said something like that? So when you were talking about like filling out forms to be a Hogwarts ghost and stuff. <laughs> Laura's just like ghost bureaucracy. That's good. <laughs> I just think that's like, it really tickles me. Can that be our wizard rock name? <laughs> I like the idea of any rock like band, band being called bureaucracy. Yes. <laughs> uh, just like Newt, we fear desk jobs. Yes. Uh, if you don't get that reference, go watch the new trailer yeah. for The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, it's very uh, good. It came out apparently today. Which yeah. is Saturday, so it'll be like five days old by the time you hear this. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah. If you haven't. I'm yeah. sure it'll uh, get shared. So like we're going to just chat about that. Yeah. And make it our meet your messers question. So which part of the trailer excited you most? W-I-T-C-H. Because <laughs> there's witches. <sighs> Gays. It's funny, Craig. <laughs> Give her the lulls she deserves. I just need lulls. I just want to be lulled. <laughs> I want to know what lulls is. <laughs> Coffee, I highly recommend it. Okay. The I didn't only have thing any. that matters right now. Um, yeah. Oh, really quickly, can I answer the oh, your master's yes. question? Of from course, last? Oh, right. from last Before time. Because I really wanted to, and you guys are very uh, right. Like, it was I'm very interested in it. Right. Which fandom would you like Harry Potter to be mixed with, kind of? Right. So it's like an extended universe where yeah. both these worlds exist. I chose Ghostbusters. Kate chose Peter Rabbit. And mm-hmm. Laura chose... Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. yeah. Buffy's a great one. Uh-huh. I mean... Well, Ghostbusters is a great one too, but I I just don't know it as Peter well. Peter Rabbit was a good one. Peter it's Rabbit so was a good one. Out and of nowhere, our, <laughs> the, and the, the drawing, drawing that was Chris amazing. Did was oh my god, freaking great! I don't know if he commented Instagram. back to you, but like it, I it made me tear up. It was <laughs> so precious. I put that in the Instagram post. Okay, not good. In the email back. <laughs> That's very nice. Yeah, it was so sweet. Um, so I wanted to go with something that sort of like had the same kind of like feel and um, Mm -hmm. kookiness. So I would like Harry Potter to exist in the same universe as Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, I'm into Um, that. Because like also I didn't want them to like overlap at all Mm -hmm. because I really like how magic is treated in Harry Potter and it's like super specific and I don't think there's other fandoms that really do that as much. I was thinking like Narnia would be cool because that's mm-hmm. basically sort of like other worlds and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. it's magic, but it's like a different kind of magic. Yeah, it's like a port key to a different dimension. Yeah. Um, I also thought of like not the whole MCU, but specifically like Thor and Asgard. <laughs> I thought yeah. that would be neat. Um, but I just stick with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because I want to see Hermione in space. <laughs> and I also just think like it has similar 
it has a similar like sense of humor they're obviously like both like very british um kinds of sense of humor Mm -hmm. and i just think that they would go well together i think it's cute and Mm -hmm. i like that it's it's sci-fi and fantasy i like that and they sort of mix together yeah Yeah. little potter mash yeah potter mash anyway thanks for letting me play too Very good. <laughs> Thanks for indulging me. <laughs> now we may talk about the trailer. Yeah. Wow, that was actually a lot quicker than I thought it would be. I thought you'd be like, and then maybe this one, and then maybe this one. Well, I had a while to, like, I, that's Narrow what was going yeah. through my head as I was listening to you guys, uh, but then I had a while to be like, all right, what are you actually going to say? And I, I chose. You chose well. Practice. It's a great book. It's also a really good movie adaption. Yeah, I think like it's not very close to the book, but no. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, nice. you know, it's got Martin Freeman, and he's so good. Zoe yeah. Deschanel is a disappointment, but you know, it's fine. It's honestly I one of the better things I like that she's been in. Mm-hmm. Like way better than New Girl, and I can't think of anything else she's been in. So Elf. it's just the two. Elf, Elf right? Uh, mm. She's in Five Hundred Days of Summer. I kind of liked her in that. Maybe because she plays an unlikable character. Yeah. I'm like, this makes sense for you. I don't know. I don't want to be like that mean to Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. I just was a little disappointed. She's not. I don't think she's a very good actress. Anyway, that's a big old sidetrack. Yeah. Anyway. But a good one. But tra- on to the trailer. On to the trailer. What was your favorite part? It's, did you have a favorite part? Did you hate it? Uh, no, no, I did. I definitely didn't hate it. There are a few things where I'm like, I don't know where you're going with this, but. I mean, it's just so much to take in. Mm-hmm. It's It feels like twice the information that we got in the first yeah, trailer. It took like yeah. some of the scenes from the original trailer and just extended it a bit. Yeah. We got to see a, a little more like dialogue of Dumbledore and yeah. uh, Grindelwald. And they seem a little more like the characters are nailed down a little better. Yeah. And we're getting a glimpse at what they will actually be like in the movie, which I liked. I'm just wondering because it feels like there's going to be a lot of characters. Yes. Yeah. A lot. Mm-hmm. Like like Grindelwald's there. There's some kind of like circus witch that I thought was maybe supposed to be a villain. All of the main characters from the first movie are there. Yeah, I was very I'm, pleased with how much screen time that it seemed like Queenie and Jacob were getting. Yeah. And I was like, I'm glad they're they actually were, involved because in the teaser, there wasn't, yeah, they, they were, were there, yeah. but it was very brief. Like, we and knew I was that like, they were in the oh, poster, shit. but like, I don't remember seeing them really. Mm-hmm. There was that one shot of Tina that they reused in this one mm-hmm. where she's like under that statue looking all wonderful. Fucking beautiful hair. So beautiful. Um, and then like, we see a little bit of. Wondering Queenie, a little bit of wet Queenie, a little bit of thinking real hard Queenie. Yeah. And, and then, then legitimate. Jacob. Then Jacob Queenie. looking super uncomfortable in a variety of ways. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm excited for that because I really love that actor's comedic yeah. presence. Uh, I think it'll be really, really fun. It's such a great part of the first movie. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to him again. I'm yeah. so looking forward to him again. And Queenie and Jacob. Ugh. Goodness gracious, they're yeah. so cute. So cute. I can't deal with it. Yeah, when she's when Queenie's like thinking real hard, I'm like, oh, you're legilimensing, like yeah. super hard. And I'm like, that's awesome. I really Legilla want her to. Womanzing. Oh, womanzing. I don't I still don't know how to say that word. I'm so sorry. Legilimensing. <laughs> I know I said I'd try. Well, I'm pretty sure legilimensing isn't a word yeah. as well. <laughs> do, do you think she gets legilimensies? <laughs> What? 
and mischief managed That'll podcast we hashtag. make period jokes <laughs> i'm on my legila menzies right now <laughs> thinking real hard about something <laughs> um i'm surprised how much johnny depp didn't bother me in this one me too I with was, everything going on yeah I think by the end of this movie, we're going to hate Grindelwald more than we hate Johnny Depp, if you if you hate him. Um, right, yeah. I think maybe this will be the first time I'm kind of like drawn out of the whole Johnny Depp is the character rather than yeah. like the character on his own. I was hoping he would have a German accent, though, or like yeah, some sort of Eastern. Yeah, it sounds like he's doing his affected Jack Sparrow a little um, bit. Yeah, I mean, it was just, yeah, it was just English. It was yeah. an English accent that I was sort of like, mm, okay. I mean, it's fine. That's yeah. like my biggest problem with what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And the more I see that crazy styling with the weird eyes and everything, the less it bothers me because I'm getting yeah. used to it. It's yeah. just like, that's what that character looks like. But at first I was like, come on. It's at like they, they threw spiked it this time. everything the on hair. top of. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very spiked up. Um but it was cool. It was really cool. There's so much in it. It gets so dense that I'm like, yeah. how is this even going to be one movie? Well, it's it feels spread like over a lot. London and Paris. So I'm guessing not all the characters are going to be in the same place at the same time. Oh, yeah. So it'll be kind of like. We're going international. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also got uh, our first glimpse of Nicholas Flamel. That's true. <laughs> I thought he was cute. Brontus I don't understand Jodorowsky. why his bones are brittle, though. Yeah. There should be a potion for that. Yeah. There <laughs> should be. Just drink Skelligro every fucking day, bro. <laughs> yeah. You need it. But yeah, I thought that styling was super cool. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I liked how just like see-through he looked. Yeah. He definitely did look like a ghost. Yeah. And, but like uh, you can tell he he's good cute. because his hair was nice. It wasn't yeah. like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a good ghost. He's a good ghost. Yeah. There's a lot of those yeah. in the Harry Potter universe. Um, HPU, as we call it. No, never. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what. Just floating uh, it out there, whatever. I said last time about the trailer, but um, you know when they like get really into it, like at like I guess the bridge of the trailer where they're just like playing the music yeah. right. and they're like showing you all the flashes of things, and then you're just like kind of getting like super excited for it. Mm-hmm. I like. I got that again, and I love it so much that we have these sorts of movies that just create entire different worlds but they're still based in like our reality kind of thing Mm -hmm. it's just the costumes the imagination it's so good get to let very creative people run wild yeah and like even with all the visual effects and everything like it's just it's getting so good and all the weird creatures? Yes. What the fuck were those cat things? Amazing. I want seven of them. <laughs> you already yeah. have three. Yeah. <laughs> those were and crazy. The, the that luck weird dragon, dragon thing. Yeah, at yeah. the end, I was like, I love you. Do, do we know what that is? I don't know. Just from I don't like, know. Huh. I got to look through Fantastic Beasts. I have the illustrated edition, so maybe it'll be in there. Ooh. Yeah, they were amazing. I can't wait to find out more about that. I love the kid floating in the bubble in the circus. Yeah, that looked like a fun <laughs> ride. Great. Oh my god! Is that god. just something you could pay like? I don't know. Two sickles for and go ride yeah. in a bubble. Maybe hop in, kid. <laughs> I said hop in. <laughs> <laughs> it's the spruce bubble. Spruce I would bubble. love a spruce bubble. <laughs> it would be so. Nice. It would be fun. Um, I re- really liked, even though it doesn't quite make sense, uh, the scene looking back at time to when Newt was in 
class mm. with the Bogart. It was cute. Why was Dumbledore teaching I defense against the Dark? I am guessing right off he bat. was substituting. Either substituting or maybe it's like almost like an elective. And they're just like, who wants to teach going against the Bogart? Even though it makes sense that it'd be the yeah. defense against the Dark. I feel like it's that fun substitute teacher thing where you come in, you're like, hey, class, we're going to do something fun today. Yeah. It'll be educational, you. but you're going to have fun. I mean, I could see it. Uh, I mean, so he's the transfiguration teacher. That's mm-hmm. all we know. Perhaps yeah. maybe he started out as the defense against the dark arts teacher, but we never got yeah. that information. Yeah. So if they like retconned that, I'd be like, all right, fine. At least that sort of makes sense. Yeah. Um, but maybe it's because the bog art transforms into stuff. That yeah, I was like, could is be. ridiculous kind be? of a transfiguration spell? Yeah, it, it could be. be. I guess the, I know it's if a charm. the DAD teacher was a dud, maybe. Maybe. Maybe Dumbledore's like, I'm going to teach these kids about bog arts because no one else is doing it. Yeah. That's but I awesome. think the, the kids they chose for young Newt and young Lita, who was standing behind him. Oh, I didn't even notice her. Uh, yeah. Were quite good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at first I thought it was like that crazy like face replacement magic that oh, they God, did. I hope they oh, yeah. But I don't think they did because his voice was quite different. So I think it's a different actor. Oh, it definitely was. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, they did the facey make me young kind of thing. And yeah. then the Snapchat filter. <laughs> the Snapchat filter. Yeah. They did that. Hilarious. We saw Ant-Man and yeah. they did that in Ant-Man and I still didn't like it because they don't get it right. It's a very tricky thing to do. And yeah. in yeah. like. It's incredibly it, impressive. Yeah. It is. But you see, I don't think it's a spoiler. Michael Douglas as a younger man. Well, and the first, he like, opens his seconds. mouth and lips, but his chin, the bottom of his chin doesn't move down far enough. So things like oh. look like they slide a bit. Yeah. Oh, Everyone's face it. just looks incredibly tight. Yes. Yeah. Like Michelle Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. what they did with her face was interesting. Like, I thought she looked great, but she yeah. also didn't look real. <laughs> she didn't look like young Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Because no. we're then like, again, we've seen that. We've lived through that. Like, we saw it. <laughs> we lived through young Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> yeah. She's a babe. I think she is we a babe. We were blessed with young Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, yes. We were very blessed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we all agree. Yeah. Yes. She is a blessing. Um, back to Fantastic Beasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice to see them in Hogwarts. I thought that was cute. There was a lot going on. Yeah. yeah they I'm, covered a lot. <laughs> it's really hard to even think about it right now. But like yeah. I like I like that we started hearing a bit of like Grindelwald's speech and stuff yeah. like that. And it makes him seem more like a real person yeah. than just like the little glimpses we've gotten so far where I'm like, that's Johnny Depp and a lot of makeup. Yeah. Um, but now I'm starting to like feel like I could see Grindelwald in there and I'm like that's nice yeah um Dumbledore was funny and cute could be a little cuter but I don't know I I think he'll be we we got a a good email from Yanit uh she's Gryffindor I think I'll just double check that and she was saying like she thinks uh Jude Law will be able to play that like whimsical and uh yeah let's see what she said yes Gryffindor um sarcastic silly side of Dumbledore and Jude Law is also witty and sarcastic so she thinks he will be a good Dumbledore and I agree yeah it's looking better all the time I think so far he'll rank like of the scale of Dumbledore's he's right right in the middle between Richard Harris and Michael Gambon no maybe he's maybe a little bit more Richard Harris 
I don't know. I think we'll ha- actually have to see the movie. Yeah. Oh no, I'm <laughs> going to make all my decisions now. Thank you. And then Fine. stand you by the back. I can't ever think anything different. Way to but stick the landing. Thank you for the email, Yoni. No, I think I said your fine. name Yoni yeah, before, but it's Yoni. Oh. You, yes, thank you. You put it in phonetically and thank and, you. <laughs> thank you. Always helps, guys. Yes. If, if in doubt, write it phonetically and we'll try our best. We still yeah. have no guarantees that we'll do a good job, but we will give it a whirl. Um, was the mirror that Dumbledore is looking into? Uh, I thought it was a faux glass because that was the thing Moody oh. was saying when you can see the whites of their eyes behind you. See, I thought it was it. the mirror of Erised, and I got so confused. Hmm. It didn't. I'm Maybe it's a different sure it mirror altogether. Maybe it's that... a, we, there's a third mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but it would make sense because it's so dangerous for Dumbledore, and because. Yeah. Grindelwald is probably looking for him, maybe, or something. I would love that's it if why, it's the faux glass. That's yeah. why I didn't even think he of says that. Newt has to take him on because he's the unknown, maybe. See, I thought he was saying Newt had to take him on because, like, not necessarily I still have feelings for him, but, like, well, if he's in the mirror of Erised, maybe he's saying, like, something like, I'm not going to be a dick anymore yeah and that's what dumbledore wants the most is for his uh, like I don't deep know. person who was his friend my mind to went straight to folk glass that's so I, cool i was just I would assuming love it it's that. gonna be like um like a voldemort harry situation where maybe they've got like a legilimens link connection uh, or something and maybe like dumbledore is not as good as his occulency well where, um, when would that have well i don't know i'm i'm just assuming like maybe that's the whole reason he wants newt to well, they were really good friends for, I mean, I guess yeah. just a summer, but they're both really smart. So maybe it was Grindelwald could just predict what Dumbledore was going to do. And Should Newt is so unknown and so like kind of, it's just confusing because you like don't know what he's going to do. <laughs> I wild don't know card. what he's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> he is a little bit of a wild card for sure. Wild card. That's what I was looking yeah. for. It's going to be very interesting how much they go into that. That relationship, because we sort of know that they don't talk about Dumbledore being gay or any sort of romantic relationship between them so far in this movie that's coming yeah. up next. Yeah. So there's still three more. Be, there is still three more. So like fingers crossed, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. It just looks really cool. I'm very, very excited. I don't know yeah. what to make of it. The mm. beasts look really neat. The effects look really neat. The fact yeah. that we're still in the 20s, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh can't wait to see Paris in London. Oh, it's going to be so pretty. It's so nice. Yeah, the costuming just looked yeah. incredible. Man, this is so cool. Do you guys want to do another like secret elevator review yes. after the movie? Of course. Secret <laughs> yes. elevator yeah. review. Yeah. Of course. Elevator yeah. lobby review? I don't know yeah. what to call that area. We did a uh, video review for um, Patreon right after we saw the first one. Well, we, when we saw the first one all together. I think it was maybe our second or third time watching the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely do that again. So one great reason to join Patreon in the month of November. Yeah. <laughs> or before then. Who am I? Um, that's the most interesting part right now for me is Dumbledore and Grindelwald. But I'm also super, super excited that Teeny, Teeny, <laughs> Tina, Queenie, and Jacob are back. I yeah. am very excited about that. I really like that whole like hand portkey apparition thing that, that they did. That was neat. What was the fuck was weird. that? I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. With that. I was like, it's was pointing. that Dumbledore's hand or was that just like one of his spare gloves? And he's like, come with me. <laughs> oh my God. That is very cool. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm I'm excited for more of like adult wizard magic. Yeah. Especially because there probably won't be that much exposition for it unless Jacob's there mm-hmm. to be like, you know, the muggle crutch. But um, just seeing them do magic and not say anything. Yeah. Because they already know. They already yeah. know. Yeah. It yeah. looked a little bit darker. Yeah. Which. Definitely. Gets my hopes up. Yeah. I mean, even Fantastic Beasts was, I would say, darker than obviously the early Harry Potter yeah. movies because mm-hmm. those were for children. I yeah. mean, these are sort of also for children. The um, children but that grew up. Different. Yeah. It's like it's adults as main characters, which is always different. But I think that it may follow that same trajectory where each one gets progressively darker, which would make really sense helps. if yeah. it's going into the full blown wizarding war. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. it's very nice to see the Niffler back. Yes. <laughs> I'm very happy he's done it. Very excited him. to see I mean, what mischief he gets up he's to. He's the star of the show. Exactly. Yeah. So let us know what you liked and what you didn't like yes. from the trailer. Hopefully you saw it so this yeah. last half an hour wasn't super confusing for you. <laughs> yes. But yes, we would love to know your thoughts. And we're off. And running for... Minister. Minister. For match. I almost said president. I never agreed to that. <laughs> I wrote prime minister uh, originally in the message, and I was like, wait, no, just minister. <laughs> yeah. Minister yeah. for magic. So anyway, we're going to be doing a comparison topic of Fudge v. Scrimger. Mm-hmm. Who they are, how they stack up. Who we think is better, maybe. Yeah. Differences, similarities, problems, etc. But let's start off with some fun things. Yeah. Because I learned Cornelius Oswald Fudge was not only the Minister for Magic, he also won Most Stylish Wizard of the Year in 1995. Wow. I love that. Did he (laughs) steal that out from under Gilderoy Lockhart or? uh, Uh, I guess it wasn't smile oriented. He was already out of there by then. Second year, yeah. If he hadn't been obliviated by his own hand. That's someone you don't really have to feel sorry for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Out of all the people to feel sorry for, that's one you can just skip right past. I found some things out about Scrimgeour. Uh-oh. In the books, Scrimgeour wears glasses. In the films, he does not. Bill Nye himself wears glasses. So, this is some this journalism. just <laughs> choice to stop the actor from wearing his glasses, even though it would make sense for the character. How odd. Uh, I think we've been fairly clear, at least I have, I don't really like the casting on of Bill Nye. Uh, I love Bill Nye, but I'd say the casting for Fudge is way better. Yeah, I think... And portrayed uh, more correctly to the book. Yeah, so the guy who played Fudge, I believe, is named Robert Hardy. Let me just double check that. He's played by... Yeah, Robert Hardy. Yeah, I think he did a very good job. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, we've I think we've done some castaways with with Fudge, like different characters and yeah. stuff, um, and that would have been fun. But I think the casting was really good. Yeah, there. I wouldn't really want to change that because mm-hmm. he wasn't well known to me, at least. But yeah. he played that part very well. I agree, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, the thing with Bill Nye is like he's so he's a Johnny Depp esque yeah. character yeah. actor in a way too. Yeah, especially since he did all the like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. He's an octopus face. Yeah. David yeah. Jones. David Jones. Jones. And but Underworld. And- yeah, yeah. He definitely does that. He sort of gets lost in the character a little bit, but 
he was definitely a little bit like Alan Rickman-esque in the way he'd talk, in that it was so fucking slow with all these pauses. I remember the beginning of the eighth movie or something, or seventh movie? It must have been seventh movie, where he's like, the ministry remains. Yeah. Strong. Strong. And I'm like, ugh, like, figure it out. I know you practice these speeches, like... It should be fine. But yeah, I generally like Bill Nye, but yeah. I thought it could have been... He was just a little bit too... I don't know if I friendly think... is the right word, but like I can't really see yeah. him in that role of like a grizzled old horror. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know why, but it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I think he was kind of trying to do it Churchill hmm. um, in a way, because there's, a, I think, a good um, comparison to his takeover for Fudge in the way Churchill became prime minister during the war. Like, he's right. a wartime minister. Mm-hmm. Over Churchill the... had so much personality, and I feel yeah. like yeah. that Rufus Grimger, like, his portrayal of him really didn't. Not that we yeah. got to see much, but it, it felt pretty... Well, he was supposed to be in uh, Half-Blood Prince as well, but they cut it. Yeah, that whole scene at the borough, right? That was when... It was like the Christmas, uh, and he came by, and he's like, hey, one of you my poster boy? And Harry's like, I'd really rather not. Yeah. Well, that was in the movie, wasn't it? No. But that wasn't, wasn't? I don't think no. we see Scrimger until he's bequeathing them with um, the gifts from Dumbledore. Oh, that's at the wedding. Yeah, that's at the yeah. wedding. That's in the seventh. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if he had been given a little more time to really get... Right. Us into the character, maybe it would have worked better, mm-hmm. but because he he can do drama, he can do comedy. Like yeah. he's a good actor. It's just he's very Bill Nye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is one of like like for most of the um, actors who I feel were miscast in Harry Potter. It's like it's not because they're bad at acting. It's just I don't they don't fit the role. Like how yeah. I feel about Emma yeah. Thompson, how I feel about David Tennant. Like I'm just sort of like I don't get it. Yeah, they're yeah. big. English yeah. actors and that got thrown in. I love them, yeah. but I'm just like, it doesn't work. It's yeah. square peg, round hole type thing. I'm like, mm. nothing wrong. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> and the subject matter. And also the book. Yeah. You, me, and the book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Which we take as law around here. At the very least, canon. <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's obviously a difference in how they need to be minister because the war starts and uh, Fudge is replaced with Scrimgeour. But how do we think each one did respectively during their time of supposed peace and time of war? Well, we don't really see Scrimgeour during peace. I know, but like did Fudge do well enough during peace versus Scrimgeour do well enough during war? Mm. Well, I... When I was doing my research, I honestly just Googled Scrimger versus Fudge, and I found uh, two forums. So one one is a Reddit thread, and then the other one was on COS forums, which I believe is Chamber of Secrets forums. And um, the general consensus is it seems people prefer Fudge as a peacetime minister, saying, like, he got stuff done... He would accept advice and until books four and Eventually, five, obviously, yeah. when he started to, I guess, fear the loss of his power. But like when he was in, you know, the prime of his reign, if yeah. if we'll call it that, he was, I guess, an effective governor. Um, yeah, he hadn't been replaced in however many years. Yeah, like, I don't know yeah, if they have a limit, a term limit, but he. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Because the population is much smaller. But then, um, yeah, then people were saying, 
Scrimger is obviously the better choice for wartime, but that could just be Fudge didn't handle the transition properly. He was just unprepared to be at war. Well, yeah, he definitely was Mm -hmm. because they both have a similar kind of arc where they get too in-depth into keeping their own secrets and lies and like lying to the public. They both do it. And then eventually they go kind of crazy, like Scrimgeour is fearing for his life, but rightly so. Uh, Fudge is fearing for his job, rightly so. Mm -hmm. And uh, ultimately they both leave the position. The other point that was brought up a lot actually surprised me. A lot of people said that Scrimgeour was obsessed with the the image of the government or the ministry. But I thought that people would say that about Fudge being that like he had a blanket smear campaign against Harry Potter and Dumbledore for like a year at least. Like that is crazy to me that like he would go that hard against someone. But then Scrimger on the other hand was actually jailing innocent people to make it look like he was uh, affecting change and like achieving goals and actually taking care of business, if you will. Yeah. Um, But in the end, the ends justify the means kind of if it had worked out. I'm sure that's how I he's I think the ends ever that. justify jailing no, like, innocent from people. From a politician's standpoint, I could see that working in the end. Like, oh, yes, we've apologized to these people. We imprisoned them under thought that they could be Death Eaters or whatever. Yeah. Or canoodling with the enemy. <laughs> canoodling. And if they had... <laughs> Just having a little casual spoon. <laughs> yeah. If they had won... <laughs> Just stand in the Dementor. Just if yeah. that government had won, it'd be swept under the rug because the history is written by the victors. So it's in his eyes at that point. I don't think it's as big of a deal as someone outside the government, like Harry, who knows Stan Shunpike, mm-hmm. would see it. I definitely sort of take your point when you think of the amount of danger it creates to pretend that Voldemort isn't back. Mm-hmm. and to actively discredit people who disagree with you. Especially mm-hmm. when you really, know better. really, bad. And yeah, the thing is, I think Fudge did it out of ego, mm-hmm. yeah. like his own personal ego, whereas yeah. Rufus Grimger, I think, was making a very bad decision, but I think he was doing it For to the... protect other people, yeah. to try to like, not necessarily, I don't think he was doing it to make the ministry look good necessarily. I think it was done to make people feel safer. For the because, greater good. Yeah, I mean, that's a sort of slippery slope. I, yeah. I disagree with both choices, and they're yeah. both yeah. categorically wrong. Mm-hmm. But I feel like what Fudge did was more dangerous. I think so. So as that's well. why I'm like, I think that that's a worse choice for sure. Yeah. And it's not the only one he made. No. No. That was really bad. Like, I, I kind of forget about this because you sort of get swept up with Fudge and his whole, like, anti Harry, anti Dumbledore. Voldemort's not there. It's fine. But, like, we forget about, like, what he was like with Sirius Black. Like, he, like, brought a Dementor up yep. uh-huh. to protect he, himself. Yeah. And he also, like, he was doing all this crazy stuff to try to catch Black. Didn't yep. work, of course. Hired Dolores Umbridge. Of course. And, but uh, Scrimger didn't fire her. So apparently that's true. what makes a lot of people on the internet angry also. Yeah, that's pretty fucked, yeah. to yeah. be honest. It's super fucked. But she probably convinced him that she got results to some degree. Or but like, she tried to murder students. Yeah, there's no coming back from that. Like, that's at the base level got to be... Like a lose your job offense You'd in think so, general. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all the maybe don't try to murder children. Lupin sort of did too, but he didn't mean to. Yeah, that that <laughs> wasn't. He, was didn't in, mean to. he quit. Though. I don't he think left. the werewolf <laughs> is Lupin. 
No, that's That's fair. just his illness. It's very fair. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But I'm sure it was like, well, we're not going to put you back at the school because you obviously failed there. You mm-hmm. can maybe still do work here. Yeah. But. I imagine she was fairly effective at bureaucracy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ghost I- bureaucracy. <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's true. And like the way he dealt with Barty Crouch Jr. too. Like, he just went in, was like, I don't care what he has to say. Give him the kiss. Yeah. Like, and then, of course, you didn't hear his testimony, which, of course, is one of the reasons why he didn't believe that Voldemort was back. But it's yeah. just that it's just such dangerous thinking where he's trying to protect himself more than anything. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I don't fucking trust anytime you Anytime you waive people's fundamental rights, like the right to a fair trial, being supposed innocent until proven guilty, like, these are some very basic civil laws that there for should never be tampered with. Yeah. I really All think Fudge has something more to hide. Yeah. That's why he's kind of like... Mm. Well, he has a secret army of heliopaths, Oh, yeah, guys, right. Yeah. <laughs> according to that the Quibbler, could be it. right? And he <laughs> crushes goblins and yeah. tries to, you know, take he's over so stylish? He's oh, got yes, some uh, so Ludo Bagman-esque <laughs> debts or something. Someone's got some dirt on Fudge, yeah. for sure. Rita Skeeter. Rita Skeeter, probably. Mm. But yeah, I think the sort of difference between Fudge and Scrimger in my head is that Scrimger sort of makes bad decisions and he's not very likable. Mm-hmm. But I think he's smarter than Fudge by a long oh, shot. Yeah. And also, like we know that he was tortured and, didn't and give he up. didn't give up yeah. Harry and like Harry's location, yeah. which yeah. is like for me goes a long way. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And I think we can all agree was, that Fudge would have given him up prior to said, getting any pain. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. You just show up in his office and he's like, oh, yes, yes. Harry right mm-hmm. here. <laughs> yeah. Let me show you. Here's a port key. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think uh, Scrimger was destined to fail because I don't think anyone coming in at that point could have turned it around because Fudge had let it go too far. Well, yeah, by the time, like, the ministry was pretty much already infiltrated, there was not much you could do. Well, when you're in the middle of cleaning up a mess that people don't realize who made it and they see you covered in the dirt, they're going to be like, well, this is your fault. Yeah. Yeah. So regardless of what you do, you're kind of fucked. But at the same time, I don't think if he had survived, he would have been a good out-of-war time minister. No, I think he's like, because of his background as an Auror specifically, I feel like that's that was sort of his wheelhouse. I mean, well, now that I just said that, excellent minister of defense. Yeah, Kingsley Shacklebolt is the next next minister, and he was an Auror. But he's a much different personality. He is a very he's chill as fuck. He's chill as hell. Yeah, Yeah. and he's got steady. He's part of the Order of the Phoenix, which I mean, in our understanding, is. Like the, the right path, yeah. like the right people, the good versus mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, Scrimger wasn't wouldn't have been the best. He but could I have feel dealt like with also, Harry better, but I still think he probably would have been better than Fudge. Oh yeah, I don't think Fudge was a good peacetime minister either. Yeah, probably not. He like, but he makes without bad a war, I think Scrimger would try to create. An oh, you issue think he's like fight. he's just like one of those always? Yeah, there always has let to be me something. Him, let me at him. Whereas Kingsley, yeah. I think, would be a good wartime or peacetime minister. True. He's just a good time. Yeah, as Call we've heard Kingsley from a, a few Mary Buff kills. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah. He's been featured. Yes. He's been buffed. <laughs> he's been married. 
Yeah. And I think he's a good man because we haven't said it in a while. Me saying it just now, we fudged up. Uh, I guess that proves our stance on fudge. Like that's true. We don't say we scrimgered up. No, it that'd, just doesn't have the mouthful, same ring but... to it. <laughs> in fact, I was looking at the etymology of Cornelius Fudge's <laughs> name. Um, fudge, the verb form, is to alter something from its true state as to hide a flaw or uncertainty. <laughs> Always deliberate, but not necessarily dishonest or immoral. So, like, retouch it. She's a smart cookie. She is very smart. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. And uh, Cornelius is just like an old Roman name. And Oswald. Um, is a German origin, which means God's power. The He's etymology of Rufus, in Latin it means red. So mm. that goes along with the book description a lot more, as he was seen as kind of like a lion. Mm-hmm. Um, and Scrimgeour is a Scottish surname that is believed to probably mean skirmish, from the French escrimeur, <laughs> meaning swordsman. Oh. So it's a red skirmish or red swordsman. Whoa, that's which, a... Again, she's smart. Smart yeah. cookie. My goodness. What JK, is anyone telling J.K. Rowling she's a smart cookie? Like, can I we so. can we tweet so, at her? Does she know that? Yeah. Like, you are yeah, a smart, smart cookie. cookie. Yeah. yeah. Please endorse our podcast. <laughs> Draft it. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, let's refer her to the episode where we're like, what would you say to her? Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. creep her the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Craig and I semi tried to find your house when we were in. Really? We realized it was too far out of the way. Yeah. Oh. We were miles away. Don't worry. (laughs) We probably could have walked there in like an hour from where we were, but. Mm. Too much effort to put into stalking? Yes. We definitely walked on streets that she's walked on, though. Like, let's get real. Pretty cool. We sat in a cafe. I bet she's been to Toronto. Oh, yeah. For sure. So maybe we do that here, too. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I would love it so much if she showed up to the Lockhart incognito. Like, in- but I don't think she can. She'd have to do like Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah, to be able to do it. Like, she's got the connections. Imagine she just like wore a prosthetic to like go to all these like fan places and just JK, nerd I'll out. Hook you up. Like, <laughs> that would be so cool. Because like, I'm sure she's like impressed with like how much the world has taken. Yeah. Her creation and just like fallen in love with it. Like it must be so cool to go somewhere and see all these derivative and things that only happen because you put something out into the world. Yeah. Yeah. And it took. Yeah. yeah people loved it. It's yeah. incredible. But because she's so fucking famous. Like, she couldn't get two steps in the door. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Harry in the invisibility cloak or like yeah. the people who dress up in full costumes at Comic-Con and, and stuff like that. Like. Andrew Garfield, I think, did that oh, as yeah. Spider-Man. Like, he yeah. dressed in, like, a shitty Spider-Man costume, and he was just in Taking Comic-Con all people. day. And then he just, like, like, went and took his mask off, and everyone's like, well, like holy shit! <laughs> Adam Savage from Mythbusters does that all the oh, time, yeah? and oh, Elijah so Wood funny. has done that. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like that would be so freeing. Yeah. yeah. You could just, like, walk around and just, like, be, like, a fly on the wall, sort oh, of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and That's how knowing I all these people are there, <laughs> possibly for you, like... Yeah. For those big names, anyway. So nice. Although, like, what if you were standing behind someone who was just, like, completely disparaging your career and you're just, (laughs) like, like, crying under your mask? (laughs) (laughs) It'll be sweaty under there and it just all makes sense. It's like, why is the neck so wet? It's like all of the tears (laughs) just falling down your face. Yeah. 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 People are so mean. Hopefully that, yeah. But anyways, also Good she's tangent. she's so rich that like she's she so probably rich. does have an invisibility cloak. Like someone's probably <laughs> developed that like yeah. in the military, and she was like, "Cool, hit me up." Yeah. yeah, 
It was inspired by your of, books. Here, have one. <laughs> been watching a lot of Agents of Shield, so she's got retro reflective technology Ooh. on her suit. Nice, probably. I mean, it doesn't work for Fan Expo or Comic Con though, because yeah. you're packed in like sardines, and it doesn't make you also. Not wouldn't solid. everyone just see their own reflection and be like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> no, it actually reflects the thing that's on Behind the off- you. opposite side. Oh, wicked! Yeah, it's really, really cool. Cool. I don't know that it exists. <laughs> I would love that if it exists, but it's really cool. We'd yeah. have to be cameras and screens yeah. it would be yeah. still very um, cool we live in a good time back to ministers though yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, stop talking about what a babe jk is she's such who, a fucking babe though who would you rather work under fudge oh. during peacetime or scrimger during wartime well obviously peacetime like peacetime always rules <laughs> okay but umbridge is there then but umbridge is there either way yeah <laughs> she's like a cockroach there, anyway. yeah. there will always be umbridge she probably has a philosopher's stone so that she can just be shitty forever. Okay, fine. Yeah. Either in peacetime. Scrimger. Either in peacetime. Okay. Um, I say scrimger. Yeah. Um, but well, I was saying, also thinking uh, about yeah, like, fudge because I bet you could sort of do whatever you want. Yeah, you could leave as long at three you, on like, a Friday. <laughs> you frame it in the right way. Like yeah. for fudge, he's like super transparent in which is like, I know how to manipulate you, so you approve this bill mm. that I want to do yeah. whatever to. I think like inflating his ego would benefit you. Go along. So Whereas I don't think Scrimger would be uh, receptive to that. I think he's very yeah. rigid. Mm-hmm. So. I, I think, and I really think he'd be looking for another war. Like instead of a war, the war on drugs or the war right. on werewolves. Thestrals, <laughs> or yeah, werewolves would be a good one. Mm. The mm. were war. <laughs> <laughs> Warwolves. <laughs> I like it. Can that be our wizard rock name? Oh my god! It's gonna be no. Warwolves or Ghost Bureau. No. no, it's the Warwolves and the Ghost Bureaucracy. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Warwolf and the Ghost Bureaucracy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that very much. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big fan. I mean, though, I feel like it would be way more soul-crutching to work under Fudge than to work under Scrimger. I feel like under Scrimger, I feel like you could at least be like, he's someone I can sort of kind of get behind, sort yeah. of in a way, sort of, kind of, yes, mm-hmm. okay. But like with Fudge, he's I feel like- dark wizards, at I least. Would maybe get stuff done, but- I'd hate that I work there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I feel like if I were a government worker, I would probably be one of those I, I don't want to say useless because arts Drones? and culture are like oh. important parts of a society, but it is also the first thing to get cut whenever yeah. people are looking to cut government spending. True. And I feel like I don't know what the Ministry of Magic equivalent of that would be, but I feel like I would be more passionate about working in a department that was something like that. And I, I don't think Scrimger would be into that, whereas I think Fudge would. Right. Yeah, That's a good point. Yeah. That's very true. As long as you were making like anti Dumbledore or anti Harry Potter art, he'd be into it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I would have to say Scrimger. Yeah. Because I, I can't respect. Even, that's it. It, it's it would a depend lack of on when. Yeah, yeah I feel like I have more for respect fudge. for Scrimger, but yeah, it's it's tricky. It's just like the day to day life of working for someone like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They both treated Harry both well and poorly. Yeah. Well mm. for Scrimger in the way that he didn't give him up because he finally realized, like, okay. We have a common enemy. He probably hated well, Harry. 
I think he was very frustrated with Harry, but yeah. I don't think he actually hated him because they're on the same side. Yeah, I think yeah, he just resented that Harry wasn't res- letting him resented in. Resented is a better word. Yeah, he's like, I'm in charge, and you're keeping me in the like, dark. Yeah, like how you're dare keeping you? me from doing yeah. my job? I've spent yeah. so much time doing. figuring this out, and yeah. you're just stopping me. Especially from- if he's like doing something behind the curtain to try and keep Harry safer. Yeah. He must be like, you owe me at least to tell me what's going on so I can help yeah, in whatever way that I can. But Which yeah. kind of makes me think that both Fudge and Scrimgeour could have learned some of the secret keeping style of leadership from Dumbledore. Like Fudge really True. took a lot from Dumbledore and asked advice. And yep. technically it should have been Dumbledore when mm-hmm. Fudge took over. But Scrimgeour was kind of like the magical spies mm. with Aurors in a way or like mm. yeah but, they're, they're like the FBI yeah of the wizarding I mean Dumbledore would have been a better minister than either of them if he had gone but because I know Dumbledore didn't want it because he doesn't trust himself with power yeah so I think that's good though because well, anyone anyone who wants power will usually seek yeah. to keep it the best yeah. leaders have power and leadership thrust upon them rather than take it. So, right. like, I think without being a child and being uh, directly responsible for his younger brother and younger sister anymore, right. like, I think he's out of the woods to and actually be in charge. Like, he's in charge to of a have school. That insight about himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like most people wouldn't. Yeah. I think it was just a, a decision that he made a long time ago. That I guess. He's allowed to be in charge of a school, but not an entire He also populace. has a lot of side hustles. So, I mean. Yeah. Gotta yeah. have time for that. Mm-hmm. Felt like his personal passion projects were more important than running a entire ministry. But he was still head of the Wizengamot, which is yeah. basically. That's like the Supreme Court yeah. judge or whatever. Sort of so, he still Mugwa. had plenty of <laughs> he was power. The Supreme yeah, he did. And that's very true. And maybe that was. Like, enough for him? Possibly more, in a way, because I always consider whoever's in charge at the political level to be a puppet anyway. Mm. Or like, rather, like, like a really... figurehead. Like, yeah. you're there to calm and reassure people. You're the face while everyone else does person. all the work. You're the Metatron. Yeah, and, and everyone else, like, in your cabinet are the ones that are actually affecting change. Yeah. Yeah. One would assume. One would. Which but you choose maybe the cabinet, he didn't want so to do in that, that way. You also do. Yeah. He didn't want to be. He wanted to actually do things rather than having. Yeah, make change rather than just like be the face of change. Hmm. Yeah. I still think he would have done a better job. Like I, I do feel, too. Yeah, oh, Dumbledore yeah. for minister. One hundred percent. I feel like, especially the, the fourth. Well, the fifth book really when. Fudge really goes off the rails. Um, yeah. I bet Dumbledore must have been so many times like, it could have been me. Yeah. I could have yeah. been this. Now I have to deal with this like exactly piece of shit that, I don't know, so egotistical that he can't do his own damn yeah, job. Yeah, the thing is with Dumbledore is I feel like even if he's not the minister, he's still, surely he knows people who are like very respectful of him and his achievements and whatnot. So if he did need a favor from like, the guy who's in charge of the Aurors or like, mm. you know, anything like that. Dumbledore could be like, hint, hint, wink, wink. That would have been Scrimgeour. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Could, the could smear have. campaign against him really did work. 
It did, yeah. Yeah, insofar as, like, anyone who would try to do anything that would remotely yeah. tally with um, Dumbledore's agenda would have been shut down yeah. and yeah. labeled and as a traitor. He wasn't bothering to fight it because he had better things to do. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. I think uh, he always thought he was on his own and he was perfectly fine doing that because he knew he had Harry. Mm-hmm. But yeah. politics. Dumbledore for PM. Mm-hmm. Or who do you think, MM. other than Kingsley or Dumbledore, anyone who's been a minister before, like who do you think would make the best minister, excluding those choices? Lupin. Lupin! Yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness, that's a good one. Yep. Holy shit, that's real good. And I think that would tie in really nicely with uh, for a metaphor for why people don't want women in charge. Mm. Because they're like, but every month they're going to get their period. <laughs> and they're just not going to be stable enough to run a country. And it's like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> this guy actually goes out and has the ability to kill people once a month. Yeah. yeah. They um. only come out at night. <laughs> In this case, the day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah. I I was thinking maybe even like Arthur Weasley. Like he would be like a very, the timing of him in charge. He's a peacetime president. Yeah. Yeah. Keep saying president. Prime minister. Damn it. Minister. (laughs) He's a peacetime minister that I could really get behind. He would be a prime minister. He would be though. But I feel like he would run really well on like the everyman level. Yeah. He's like for the people. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say right wing or like conservative because there's yeah there's no political there's parties. nothing wrong with no. that it's just in like the world it seems more like a uh, like a mayor like Toronto mayor it is doesn't like a, have oh, yeah. a he would make an excellent or mayor. wait yeah, no they do who what am I thinking of that doesn't have an affiliation um the I mayor doesn't they're not officially a part of a party okay, but that's what as I'm thinking citizens of. they can still be affiliated oh, I yeah thought he, yeah okay yeah there's no like. Like, you can be a conservative mayor versus a liberal mayor, but you're not a part of those parties. Mm, okay. As at the municipal level, it's just local government. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. So Something I think I it, it's because it's yeah. such a, a smaller population that I think that's right. why it's Makes that. Sense. It's just basically word of mouth. That's why, like, everyone was saying, and we want Dumbledore. Everyone, so it's like, yeah. do you want this guy? Mm-hmm. This is what he stands for. And you're yeah. like, yay or nay. Yeah. And Dumbledore's not even on the ballot. I guess I'll choose Fudge. I, His I name sounds like tasty. Arthur would be running against a Malfoy of some kind. I don't think oh, it yeah. is a democracy, though. Do you think it's a democracy? Uh, I don't see why she sort not. of skips over it, but I, I imagine it would be very similar to the British um, parliament system. Hmm. They never mention it, yeah, but they never I, mentioned there'd voting. have to be some sort of voting. Yeah. Yeah, because, they, like, no. Dumbledore gets, uh, I guess... Because why, why would you, you run mentioned. if there isn't a vote? They never mention voting. Yeah, but they it did is, say it's a, a campaign... Someone has to be making well, a decision. Yeah, it's, whether it's, it's got to be a democracy. It's... But I don't know if it is. It might be an oligarchy or something like that where like a few people, like maybe the oh, Wizengamot oh, okay. chooses. Like maybe, maybe the Mugwumps oh, choose or something. Yeah. Like it's some, mm. It seems more like people are like, uh, that person. But it'd be He's so much chosen. easier to cast your ballot. You could do it from home. like Owl in your votes. <laughs> yeah. Owl in your votes. How do you think they chose? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want? <laughs> uh, let us know if you know that, in fact, it is a yeah, democracy. Yeah, let us know if we're fudging or, right now. <laughs> uh, 
fascism or something. Here we go. Well, I highly doubt Fudge <laughs> zapped his way into office. Let's put zapped. it that way. No, I think he was chosen by outside people. Yeah. I just don't know the process of that choice. It seems yeah. it seems like it's not like is it just the people who work at the Ministry for Magic who no. go? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's got to be a democracy. Aha! It says Fudge was appointed minister for magic by whom that doesn't mean that's not voted in or whatever and his slogan was a fair deal for wizards who deal fair with muggles Hmm. it's some like bilbo bag and shit right there yeah Yeah. (laughs) i don't think that means he wasn't voted in by anyone who cared to vote i think an appointment is different i guess but i'm not 100 percent sure this is the thing i didn't pay that much attention in civics class so I don't know if anyone did. I didn't take Even if side. they like politics. I don't get it. Someone school us, please. Yes. <laughs> please tell us the things that we're fucking up on. I mean, fudging up on. Oh, whatever. Oh, <laughs> scream during up. <laughs> You're all in jail. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. And uh, on that note. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're time done. Time to move yeah. on. Yeah. We are not going to do a quiz again. Sorry for all the lack of quizzles, but uh, we know it's some just of not you fair. really enjoy it. We just want to be We've balanced. We've gotten some emails from people who say it's their favorite part. Aww, Aww. you nerds. That's nice. <laughs> Dude, I get it. I like questions about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're my favorite. Um, but yeah, since Kate's not here, we don't have a full representation oh. of the houses. Speaking of quizzes, how was Harry Potter trivia at the Beaver? Oh, yeah. oh it was great. We won. Yay! Yay! <laughs> you and Jamie yeah. and... Uh, and Tess and Tom. Okay. And it was really fucking cute. And it was very nice. I like... They certainly don't need me to advertise it because there was like too many people. Mm-hmm. They had to like... Well, it is, it's a tiny place. It's a very tiny place. They have a patio, though. Um, so I think next time I'm going to go. But yeah, it was awesome. Jamie went early and saved us seats. The questions were good. There was many of them. A lot of them were pretty easy, which Mm -hmm. was kind of nice because then everybody gets to play. Mm -hmm. And there were some times where we were like, Hey, Tom, want to answer this one? Or like, Hey, Tess, you want to answer this one? It was really good. Um, and yeah, we got like, beers from wellington which was awesome and uh yeah i very much recommend it they're doing a mean girls quiz soon so (laughs) that might need to be because i'm pretty sure i have that whole movie memorized yeah it's like part of our vernacular at this point yeah (laughs) yeah one time craig quoted mean girls actually twice now i think and it was unsolicited yeah i feel feel that yeah i know my audience (laughs) i know how to get laughs Everybody loves it. So it was a very good quiz, very tough quiz at some points, but it was super cute and I really enjoy it. I enjoyed the beaver. It was cute. Go if you want to. Yeah. So if you were there at the last quiz, you saw Katie, maybe. And Jamie. And Tess. Mm -hmm. And Tom. They had these very difficult rounds where if any two teams tied in points, they'd have to go up and do like a round of like... Like a lightning round? Yeah, like a, it was a lightning round. And it was like, name as many as blank as you can in a minute. It was actually wow. really tough. Oh. I did the one with creatures. And I like, for some reason, I got like tripped up with um, 
bow truckles and I was like trying to like every time I went to write something I was just like pick it pick it and I was like ah but I couldn't think of bow truckles in that uh-huh. moment because I was like too stressed out <laughs> um but it was it oh was so awful. you weren't just like shouting them no you had to write them down oh, okay. and then at the end the two teams would like and you had to like pick one person to go up for your oh, team wow. and do that and brave so yeah <laughs> it was a lot I'm not good under pressure <laughs> We were busy painting our yellow Hufflepuff kitchen. That's so yes. nice. Yeah. Was this the quiz segment? Yeah. Yep. We just <laughs> talked about other people's quizzes. Cool. And you're... I think that's a good substitute. Yeah. It works. Craig's a little stressed out, but... Yep. Let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> Welcome to Castaway. Today, we have a very lovely suggestion from Danielle Lavallee. Lavallee? Correct me. Uh, who is a Hufflepuff? Phonetics, uh, people. Phonetics. Yeah. <laughs> On the off chance we see him in Fantastic Beasts at some point, let's cast young Hagrid. <gasps> oh, that's so cute. Yeah, he'd definitely be there in the 40s. Like, he'd be in uh, Hogwarts in the 40s. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, wow. It'd have to be someone... Well, what? I mean, I would say someone very big, but Robbie Coltrane isn't big, so... No. Yeah. You know, want to know what my mine went to first? Of course. The Mountain from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Gregor oh, Clegane. Oh, that's really uh, funny. Played by uh, Hafthor Bjornsson. Bjornsson? Bjornsson. Yeah. yeah. He's named- one of the strongest men in the world. Yeah, and he's insane. He, he's like a joke-looking over people. Yeah. And he'd look like he's, I think, in his 30s. Well, it had to be like a young kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if- No, because giants grow quicker. He'd have a beard. I'm trying to decide whether or not he would be gangly, though. Like, oh do you think God. he was always a thick I think he was dude? always thick. thick. Yeah. Thick um, with two C's. Oh my god, and he would have like the peach fuzz mustache or something. Oh my god, that'd be so oh, I cute. think he had that in like elementary school. He'd go to Hogwarts and be like, I don't know, just short Hagrid. Short Hagrid? No, I don't <laughs> think he had a beard. There's one picture yeah. where he's with his dad and he doesn't have a beard and he like has put his dad in the movie? No, it's in the books. He just they describe it. They're okay. like a young Hagrid and he's like Oh, and he says beardless. And... Yeah. Something like that and like but that could His be before him. Tiny little cute dad. It's it probably been right at the same time. But, but I don't know. But who else? Um, I mean, I think of um the actor who plays Dustin on Stranger Things. <laughs> like he's yeah. got like curly hair and he's got, he's got just like a, a cute fun personality where I'm like I could see you being Hagrid yeah. and being like, let's go play with monsters. And like, it'd be really sweet. Now, of course, he's not a gigantic person, but ne- as I said, neither is Robbie like Coltrane. It. So could do. Mm-hmm. He's just, I really like him and he's a very good actor. So, oh my God, that'd be so much fun. Mm. Mm. Anyone from like the new Spider-Man oh, who's God. in the high school, like just that like strange, like awkwardness, but like general friendly down to earth just like sweetheart type character yeah but also just like awkward and funny i think that's exactly what hagrid would be like so yeah i like it when i was just watching it well i watched it a bunch of times after avengers came out for obvious reasons but um there's like that part in spider-man homecoming where um oh what's the friend's name 
I forget the friend's name. Spider-Man. Spider-Man's friend is like sort of hiding. And then there's like this kid who's like in the window and he's like, hey, what's going on? He's like, nothing, you? And he's just like, chess. (laughs) And I just think that's so cool. (laughs) Is this like the chess club or whatever? And he's like, chess. (laughs) And it's just like so awkward and like sweet. And I don't know. It just like definitely hits those sweet sweet spots for me. I would like that. That type of actor um, would be awesome. What about... um John Bradley, who plays uh, Sam Tarley, uh, without so without a beard, he oh yeah, he's got the right up. look, yeah. Oh for sure, yeah. He kind of looks like yeah, Crabbe and Goyle's age of whatever yeah. those actors were. Well, and yeah, like, and, and we, it doesn't necessarily have to yeah, be right only now. seen in yeah. Fantastic Beasts. We can imagine him young. Yeah, for sure. We can use our imagination. I mean, I think that we're kind of really used to one. seeing 30-year-olds play teenagers, true. so yeah. it's not unheard of. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Um, yeah, I think that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Samuel Tarly. Mm-hmm. 100%. I was trying to think of Game of Thrones because, like, that and Stranger Things have had child actors in them. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of, like, Maybe even like English the- child actors. Yeah. I don't know. Well... The kid who played Rickon Stark? He got curly hair. I don't know. He's, He's so petite, wiry, though. He's so petite, yeah. yeah. It would be really hard to bulk him up to yeah. like make him look like a I think I think Hagrid would have just passed as like a very big boned child. Right. Where like you know that once they're an adult they're gonna grow into their body, but like mm-hmm. while they're a kid, they're very soft. <laughs> they're very soft. And I, I think Pretty that's horrible. what Hagrid would be like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the friend in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is Jacob Batalon. Mm. What's his character name? Ned. Ned! Of course. Mm. Yeah, he's great. I just, I really like the Samuel Tarly one. Yeah. Now it's really hard to get that out of my I head. I think it works. Yeah. And I know who it is. Little, <laughs> yeah! With a little peach fuzz. Uh, I think yeah. it'd be cute. And But peach be- fuzz on Hagrid would be like super sharp stubble. <laughs> Because it would be, like, that much more intense. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is magically magnified. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Good one, Danielle. Thank yeah, you. You've, and She gave us a few Yay. Uh, younger versions of characters, so we'll... Stay tuned. We'll oh, try cool. some more later. Yeah, I'll try and keep things in mind while I'm watching stuff. Characters from other shows that are in Slytherin. It's not from anything I made it up. Oh, because <laughs> uh, I don't know the theme song to this one. So this is a suggestion from Christopher, our Christopher, our, <laughs> resident, our fourth Chris, our fourth Chris, our resident. It's <laughs> 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 really funny. <laughs> like, that joke caught up to my brain like halfway through my next sentence. And I really enjoyed it. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> he is our resident artist. Uh, you will see lots of his stuff on um you know our Instagram. We should post more, and I really they're really all like it. amazing. They're all great yeah. and timely. Check out his website; <laughs> yeah. he's got a lot of good stuff. Yes, um, super awesome. So uh, one of his suggestions is, and there's many suggestions. I know there's like a backlog of Slytherins. If I haven't gotten to yours, it doesn't mean I don't like it. Um, it's just the way things happen. You know what Katie's I mean? Katie's in a Star Trek hole right now, and she's not watching anything else. I'm not. Actually, I am. Right well, now, I'm Agents in of Shield. Agents of Shield, but I was in a Star Trek hole. Um, it was nice down there. I really enjoyed it. 
But, okay, so today's Slytherin comes from Christopher. Uh, it is Don <laughs> Draper from Mad Men. Oh, yeah. Mm. This is something that I feel like I've always wanted to watch, but I just never got into it. Yeah. It was one of those things. What's his name again? Uh, John Hamm. John Hamm. Yeah. It's like one of he's the only times you'll see him serious. Hamson. Yes. So Hamson. <laughs> I feel like he's, uh, we've had characters like this before who they just always play Slytherins, and I think it's just because they are Slytherin. Hmm. I bet John Hamm would be a Slytherin. Maybe. Yeah. He's such yeah. a lovable goof in, in uh, 30 Rock. Yeah. But- at the same time. Oh, right. That was the whole, like, the realization he's, of the bubble. Yeah, he's, like, in a handsome bubble, and he's, like, he's very beautiful, but he's oh. very dumb, but everyone treats him like oh, so he's like very good at Chris everything. Chris Hemsworth in Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Except exactly they all like know that. he's terrible at yeah, everything, whereas... But they keep him around. Just like, yeah. oh, you're pretty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very pretty. Um, so what Christopher has to say... Um, he says, Don Draper feels so Slytherin to me. He tries to play it cool at all times by putting up this facade of perfection, but behind that, he's an utter mess. He's not evil, but he lacks a certain bedside manner in day-to-day life, um, yet he's so charming and has glimpses of pure humanity. This I find Tom uh, Marvolo riddle like. He's a handsome man that knows the right things to say to bend anyone to his will, but he doesn't always choose to say them. He appears to only care about himself and making his way to the top. But that is, again, uh, his just his flawed ways of showing that he cares about someone else. And um, so this first one is uh, him discussing love and dating with a Gryffindor. When you mean love, you mean a big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies. The reason you haven't felt it is because it doesn't exist. What you call love was invented by guys like me to sell nylons. Is that right? Are you sure about it? You're born alone and you die alone, and this world just drops a bunch of rules on top of you to make you forget those facts, but I never forget. I'm living like there's no tomorrow because there isn't one bleak but i understand Mm -hmm. uh this next one is sass uh two slytherins in the common room (laughs) i'm not gonna pretend i don't want your job but you were right i'm not great with people and you are i mean not counting that meeting we were just in so i'm kind of counting on you to help me out there's plenty of room at the top Look, I'm sorry I was so hard on you before. It's just this damn tobacco thing. You'll think of something. A man like you, I'd follow into combat blindfolded. And I wouldn't be the first. Am I right, buddy? Let's take it a little slower. I don't want to wake up pregnant. All right. um, uh, Work decisions having an eager Hufflepuff working for him. That was a bold last-minute decision. Going with your idea. I thought it was more than one. Well, we'll never know, will we? Because it never heard mine. Look, I don't like going in with two ideas. It's weak. And you don't want to be weak, so you picked yours. And they bought it, which is our goal, isn't it? What do I care? I got a million of them. A million. Good. I guess I'm lucky you work for me. I feel bad for you. 
don't think about you at all. Um, yeah, I think those were like really good, really good clips. I, as I said, I haven't seen the show, but like just from what you I know enough, sort of know, yeah. I've I've seen the whole thing. So oh yeah, I I agree. He is he's definitely a Slytherin. Um, he is a very simple and yet complicated character that I mean I I have trouble with just because he does suck mm. a lot. Like he's a He's a shitty, shitty guy. Right. So he's, not a golden Slytherin as we've yeah. had before, but more of a yeah. shitty Slytherin. Like, like morality-wise, super shit. Yeah. Um, like career-wise, he's he's a very brilliant guy. Um, he understands people really well, and he uses that to his advantage. But he also has this problem where, um, when he gets too distracted with his own problems, he forgets to see what's happening around him with his colleagues and like his uh his employees essentially he's a, mm-hmm. he's a creative director so he has a bunch of people on a creative team who work for him mm-hmm. and um Elizabeth Moss is uh, a girl who starts out as a secretary eventually becomes a creative copywriter mm-hmm. who works under him and is like kind of his protege like she used to be a secretary and then like she sort of works her way up in the company and like his relationship with her throughout the series is really interesting because she's incredibly ambitious as well mm-hmm. But um, if he doesn't pay attention to her, like, she'll go and, like, do her own thing or whatever. And then he'll show up at some point and be like, wait, my team is not under my control anymore. And then, like, he's been off in his own world. And so he's, I don't know, I think he's a very interesting Slytherin. control kind of thing? Sort of. But then, like, he's, the entire show is him grappling with his own um, expiration date, as it were. Because he knows that he's from an old world and the world is changing oh, without him. Yeah. So it's gotcha. it's all just him being like, how trying do I stay? Yeah. yeah. Try to So it's it's a really it's interesting, sure. um, especially if you work in advertising, I guess it's a little bit um more relatable. But mm-hmm. uh it's I I don't know. It's I've always wanted to watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's just a straight it's, up beautiful uh, It's show kind of a hard like, watch really... for women. <laughs> yeah. I think actually like, I watched the first episode and I was like, this is yeah. really difficult. It, it takes, it's a slow burn, but like, hang in there. The female characters are great. Mm, I have heard this. I mean, it's Christina Hendricks and yeah. Elizabeth Moss. You can't really go wrong there. Yeah. Those are good. Those are goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're the goods. And uh, Alison <laughs> Brie's in it at some point. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Definitely on my to watch list. Yeah, very, very pretty. Anyway, thank you so much for the suggestions. Yeah, that's a good one. Many suggestions. Sam, I promise I'm going to get to yours. You have a lot, too. (laughs) Yeah. And they're really, really good. I really like the last one you sent me. Um, It's going to get in here, I promise. (laughs) You're not doing anything wrong, sweetie. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) And that's to everyone. And that's to everyone. All the sweeties. Even the ones who don't. Even gems. Yeah. Even the ones who don't, like, write in or whatever, like... It's nice. I don't write into podcasts that I really love and respect, so you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. You could get points for your house if you did. You could. But And you'll you get know. an update soon, so that might spur you. <gasps> but first, we have to get through something. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, we have our, uh, our final uh, Mary Fuck Kill suggestion from Will for the time being. I'm sure you've got more rattling around, but we'll give someone else a chance to disgust us. Yeah. (laughs) Disgust us. (laughs) The ultimate goal. Uh, And to make us disgust each other. Because I was saving this one for last. Because it's going to be rough. No, is this that one? And I think it's good that Kate's not here, I think. (sighs) Just be a lot of screaming on her part, I imagine. This is the chaperone edition. 
in this perversion, the family chaperone will be watching while you fuck or kill, or will have to live with you if married. The characters and their respective chaperones are Queenie and Tina, Ron and Molly, Luna and Xenophilius. Fuck. (laughs) That's rough, especially the kill. You have to either kill Ron in front of Molly, Luna in front of Xenophilius, or Queenie in front of Tina. Whose heart do you want to shatter into pieces? So what's the Mary one again? They're just there all the time? They just have to live with you. Got it. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, it's so weird. I hate all of it. (laughs) I hate all of it. Okay. So I'm going to, I think obviously Mary, Tina, and Queenie. You're not marrying Tina. Okay. I'll marry Queenie. Mm -hmm. But like then Tina is my like cool fucking roommate. I'm totally down with that. That sounds amazing. That's the only one that is okay and gives me joy. And I'll just hold on to that feeling while I go through the next ones. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to kill. Fuck! I don't want to do this. I'm gonna have to kill Luna in front of Xenophilius. Wow. Um, what a dark life. Just because I can't this kill is Ron the in front of. This timeline. I can't kill Ron in front of Molly. Okay. But you can buff him. I'd have to <laughs> <laughs> to get to to get to Queenie. I have to do one or the other of these horrible things. Yeah. And I find both of them to be repugnant. And if I switch them, it's also really bad. Yeah. I was almost going to like fuck Luna and kill Ron because famously I don't have tons of love for Ron. Famously. Famously. Mm. Super famous. Infamously. Um, infamously. Um, but I just couldn't do it in front of Molly. I just could not. Although I am going to fuck her son, I feel like... She'd probably cheer him on. I don't know. She'd probably be very supportive. No, she'd probably be super embarrassed. But like, you know, she has seven children. She's obviously used to fucking... Maybe she's (laughs) open-minded about it. I mean, I think Xenophilius also would be. And I feel like he would be incredibly heartbroken after Mm -hmm. Luna died. Yeah. But so would Molly. I don't know. No, Molly would hunt you down. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's true. She'd, like, She'd kill, kill me. You. Yeah, no, you would be her kill. Yeah, that's true. Like, unless you had but to also like... kill Molly, like, there's there's no way she would let you live after oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's pretty bad. Well, okay, Katie's so dead. That's... Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not no, dead. No, she buffed Ron. I, I oh, killed, you did, bro. Yeah, I okay. killed yeah. Luna in front of Xenophilus. It makes me super sad because I love... Luna and I like I love Luna more than I love Ron but I just can't I can't kill Ron in front of Molly it would be suicide horrifying it'd just be horrifying I can't do it this sucks Will fuck you (laughs) god damn it mine's the same yeah really yeah it like I can't believe you kill Luna I it's just you're so you're it's just that Molly would kill me and Xenophilius already is weird and lost his wife, so, like, he's kind of used to grieving. Ooh. It super sucks, but, like... He's a little off his rock. I also though. don't I want like him to watch a... me do his daughter, because yeah. I, I feel like either he would be a little too supportive He'd be or too just, supportive like, straight up pervy. Yeah. Like, I feel like it would be... F- yeah, be it would lot. be, like, a weird burning Wear man experience. to protect yourself oh against Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Be butting in with Tang and Rice Krispie Squares. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Maybe I will. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's not that bad. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he'd offer Snack me snacks forever. or a condom. Yeah. <laughs> 
You kids. The best parents out. I'm uncomfortable in either situation. This is a very like, unpleasant situation. It's yeah. also very reminiscent well, of the really weird house one that you guys did last time, which was the house one. Yeah, you were like, "What oh, house?" Oh, you burned down, you? or yeah. yeah, and then you. Well, that was to... another Will original. God damn it! Yeah, we're getting a peep into his mind. You Hufflepuffs are a strange bunch. Yep. Yeah, you're secretly all right. Perverts. Well, <laughs> I I found a way around it. Oh, what? What? All right, lay it on us. If we go from the timeline that Ron and Luna are in, mm-hmm. Queenie and Tina would be quite elderly by this point. So gonna... I'm going to kill Queenie in front of Tina. How dare you? As a mercy. I guess we That's always my have wife. <laughs> That's our wife. <laughs> wife. It's one wife. It's one our wife. wife. Our sister then, wife. Our sister wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna uh, bone run in front of Molly. That's nice. That'll be. I really weird like that voice change. All around. <laughs> I mean, I really like, enjoy that bit. Just, just so weird. It'd be yeah. a weird day, but it doesn't yeah. have to last that long. That's no, true. You know what I mean? It maybe Molly just catches Knowing you. Knowing Ron, know. it wouldn't. Oh, knowing Ron. <laughs> As we do. Uh, and then I'm marrying Luna, and we can just have Xenophilius in the basement uh, printing his paper or something. He can just be off on his own. And I don't know. I think I could get used to him. He's annoying. So we but... all boffed Ron in front of Molly. God damn it. That's weird, you guys. It's super weird. <laughs> Always boff a Weasley. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like Kate isn't uh, even gone. Yeah. What do you think what Kate you? would say? Okay, Kate would um, definitely. I think she would marry Ron. Yeah, and then she would. Uh, I don't know. I think she'd Queenie. do the same as you guys. No, no I think she'd marry. No, Ron, I think she would Queenie. marry Ron, buff Queenie, kill Luna. Yeah, that's my I, guess. I'm, I think she'd marry Queenie over Ron. Katie Laura, friendship hour. Prove us wrong. Yeah, Kate. <laughs> that's well, a good one, though. Thank I mean, you. Honestly, Will. I when I first read that, I was like. Fuck, it gonna it be so wasn't horrifying. as bad as when I originally bad. read it. Um, it's just really the killing part is it's the hardest. Tough. Like, yeah. I could That's not the kill Luna as it should be. Theory. It would be yeah. I mean, killing is wrong. Should... <laughs> <laughs> I found oddly that killing was the hardest. <laughs> Doesn't make a lot of sense. But sometimes like the boffing or the marrying is the bad. Oh, choice. true. Yeah. yeah. If it's like a sometimes the boff is a is really really it's difficult. An oblivaboff. Yeah. Oblivaboff. Yeah. Well, well, you did it. Thank you, Will. Yeah, you it's gave very, us some really very good, ones. good suggestions, really. Or rather, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we, I mean, it's points to Hufflepuff, so who can be mad at that? Maybe other houses, probably. I don't know. Oh, maybe other Hufflepuffs, Hufflepuffs who are like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> he does not <laughs> represent the group. So that is all for this episode. <laughs> I almost said this, this week's week? episode. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Well, it's a, this a specific Fortnite's, week. Yeah, this is the episode for this current week. Yes. Yes. Um, so just a few shout outs. Uh, so the people who brought the um, Severus Snape and the Marauders um, fanfic video film, short film thing. Which we talked about a long time ago. Yeah, I wish I could remember what episode it was. I think it was in the fall sometime. I'm not sure. Yeah. Or maybe one of those times where we were complaining about the weather. Oh, um, that was almost every episode, Laura. <laughs> That's my joke. <laughs> I know. Yeah, 
It was in that episode that we complained about the weather. Most right. likely. Must yeah. have been. Ethan, so just go, obviously go you guys can remember. Yeah. Find that one. That's the one. Uh, but yeah, so they did that. They also did, um, I think, Dumbledore and Grindelwald or something like that. Uh, oh, oh it's called For one. the Greater Good. I didn't see it either. Um, but I remember when that happened. So they, they do uh, really awesome um, fan videos. And they are... Uh, currently about to release a 12-part radio play about the Great Wizarding War. Um, and that sounds really neat. It First episode debuts August 1st. Um, and you can find the trailer on YouTube if you want. We'll, yeah. we'll post it as well. Yeah, we'll it post it. It sounds very intense. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I love podcasts and radio plays. and yeah. I think it'll be really fun. Yeah, because I remember like their, their the fan film that they made for the Marauders was like really impressive for fans. The quality like, was yeah. very... The special effects and everything was yeah, so obviously good. Obviously, they put a lot of effort into it, and yeah. it's really, really good. It's um, good they're still doing stuff. Yeah. Mm. Like, uh, like, and, like, different avenues of, like, mm-hmm. not just more Media. movies and things. Totally. Um, yeah, it's very cool. Like, uh, we've said this a few times. Like, we three personally, and I know Kate is on the same train, but we're not super into fan fiction. So, like, that's just our personal taste but mm-hmm. like that aside i think they do a very good job i am i'm open to it after riel being on our podcast because she she fucking loves again. fan fiction yeah. and like i think she probably would have seen enough that she could point us in the right direction because i used to read a, a fan fiction when i was in high school and mm. it was just like a nice way to pet your brain a little bit but you know you take <laughs> it with a grain of salt because you're like obviously this is not written by the person who created it but yeah whatevs it's nice. Yeah. I mean, I probably and I, like it more than I like child. imagination. I like imagination too. I just like when fans create stuff, yeah. and it's really awesome. Yonit um, actually suggested a, a good uh, fanfic called uh, "The Life and the Times," and it's another Marauders-based hmm. one. But we'll, we'll very interesting. Check it out. And yeah. See. So stay tuned for that. We know you listen to podcasts if you're listening to this. So. <laughs> You yeah. probably like that too if you like fan fiction. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll I'll definitely check it out. I'm like, definitely gonna check it out. I like radio plays too, just because um you know what you're getting into. Like if it's only an eight episode kind of thing, it's like cool. I'll just listen to it in my own time, and then if mm-hmm. I get super hooked, then I ob- obviously I know how to get more. Yeah. But yeah, it just yeah, it's different than podcasts because it is different. Yeah, different vibe. We're different a little open ended here at Mr. Manage. Mm-hmm. You never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway, thanks for reaching out to them. That's the Broad Strokes production team. And uh, we'll post those things, probably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no we promises? We are, but... uh, like, infamously bad <laughs> at posting things that we promise to post. But we're, we'll, do, we'll do our best. The thought yeah. is there. You know what? We're... <laughs> you know, we what thought counts? about it. Yeah. And we liked it. So there. Yeah. You know we're all introverts, so... Yeah. <laughs> In real life, we're very shy. Mm-hmm. Painfully shy. Painfully shy. What you got there? House point update. <gasps> oh, oh, dang! Shit! This is so exciting. Place your bets. Yeah. Slytherin. Up top. That's my bet. I don't know. Oh, Ravenclaw's been doing really good. I don't know. What's your bet? I'll, I'll say Slytherin. Slytherin, Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff. Or I mean, I'm going to say Gryffindor on top. I, I like your optimism. We have two very close battles going on. Whoa. Uh-huh. 
Okay. And a huge gap in between. Oh. So I think starting at the bottom is a good place, especially after uh, Laura hey. just said Gryffindor would be on top. Gryffindor is, in fact, in fourth with 520 points. Dude, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's I mean, amazing. that's a lot of points. Yeah. Like, it's not awesome that you're in last, but that's awesome. Yeah. We had a, an influx uh, recently of a few Hufflepuff points and uh, Will getting so many Mary Boff kills certainly didn't hurt. <laughs> uh, so Hufflepuff is in third with 530 points. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Right. Respectable. Then the big jump Whoa. to 665 points and 670 points for oh, first. Jesus. Oh, damn. Razor thin margins. Yes. The nerds and the ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Battling this it out time, for supremacy. it's the nerds on top. <gasps> Ravenclaw is in the lead Whoa. by five points. Ravenclaw's do their homework. Slytherin was 665, but very close. So close. We've been getting, both sides have been getting a lot of points recently. Yeah. I just went back and did the last, like, two and a half months yesterday. Oh, so my God. It was very compacted into the last little while, but. Yeah? Yeah. It's heating up. Yeah. Guys, this is so cool. So yeah. for people who don't know, um, you get house points by uh, reaching out to us. Like, well, Craig, you know the house point breakdown more than anyone. Uh, you get points by reaching out to us through email, Instagram, Facebook, all our uh, social media. If you want to send us a funny meme that you don't think we've seen, you get like five points or if you send us some suggestions uh you definitely get five points and then you get 10 points if we use it in an episode um, is that 10 additional points yes totaling a 15 yeah for wow. one suggestion you could uh put your team on top whoa if you're slytherin <laughs> yeah uh yeah but this this gap seems like a lot but it it's doesn't take much uh yeah. to come back so gryffindor and hufflepuff you're not uh, out yet yeah and also, there's like half a year left to go. So we yeah. start this in January of 2018, mm-hmm. and then we will go until the yep. end of December And uh, fan art, if you're sending stuff in, you get a ton of points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if it's... If it's mailed to us. Yeah. It's in, you oh, get yeah. like 50 points. Yes. You sweetheart. <laughs> so, and we've gotten some of that, and it's yeah. been really lovely. Um, if you want to know our address then reach out via email because we don't post it anywhere. Yeah, and we'll post the art. Totally. Um, you also get points for uh, reviewing us, right? Right, right yeah. and it's still 15 points. Uh, just send us... Yeah, so just mention your house in the review or put a colored heart with your appropriate house, house or whatever. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we really appreciate that. Obviously, it helps the podcast get more visible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's... And nice. reading the reviews is nice. Even if you have constructive cr- criticism, that's great. We do take it. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's you nice it to hear your thoughts. In the spirit mm-hmm. in which it was intended. Yeah. <laughs> we got some news that the uh, Chestnut Hill um, Potter... Extravaganza. Convention, but Harry Potter Festival? Street Fest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it was just called a Harry Potter Festival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that takes place in Philadelphia. Um, and or it used to. It used to. Yeah, so it just got uh, shut down, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It was very big. And yeah. I'm sure it was very profitable. So unfortunately, free, when things get free, which that, I think is so good because it was just meant to be like a BIA thing for yeah. Chestnut Hill, like to get some interest and like have a little bit of fun BIA. with the shops. That's a business 
Improvement, improvement association. Uh, association uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Basically, it's just like the businesses of a certain yeah. neighborhood will get together and be like, how do we get more people to come hang out with us mm-hmm. and spend their money? Mm. And yeah. so they have like, I think they pool their money and then they'll like throw festivals. So like Dundas West Fest, for instance, mm-hmm. that um, like is in our neighborhood and. And Chestnut Hill was very beautiful. It's yeah. like, like cobblestone streets. It's too and bad. That yeah. It and I totally see why down, they, but... they started doing a Harry Potter festival there yeah, because it was just like yeah. with the with the college that they had there, mm-hmm. it looked so Hogwarts yeah. and then having the cutesy little town being very Hogsmeade-esque and then yeah. the was effort sweet. was just, it was so cute. Yeah. R.I.P. you guys. We had a great yeah. time. We went one time and yeah. it was really fun. We have a video of that on Patreon. Yeah, it's a shame that it got shut down. I guess I understand why, because it was so, they're making so much money off of it, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sure, that eventually Warner Brothers has to step in and be like, well, actually, You're getting too that's, big our, for your that's our money, really. But, you know, Harry Potter festivals are awesome, and uh, I hope that this isn't a trend that continues, Yeah, because we really like going to them. Yeah. And, and Warner like, Brothers has enough money, like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Let us be derivative. Yeah. <laughs> or just have a package that they have to sell your crap at the festival as well as your own. Like, yeah. Just have a Warner Brothers tent. Yeah. Make Problem it solved. legitimate. Yeah. Let's all be friends. Anywho, um, RIP and well done. Yeah. And we hope you find a way around it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is not the end. Just say you're a More Harry Potter inspired festival yeah. and you should be fine. <laughs> well done. Um, we send our love to Kate. Yeah. Yeah. doing life stuff right now that is shitty but you know we love her and she'll be back on soon and also to our lovely friend natalie she's not been on the podcast but she's also going through a bit of a rough time right now and we just want her to know that she is in our thoughts and we love her very much yes so ending with love yes all of the love everyone group hug that's all for this episode of Mischief Managed Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. You can check us out on Instagram at Mischief Managed Podcast, on Twitter at Mischief Podcast, and on Facebook, Pinterest, and Tumblr. If you want to get in touch, send us an owl at mischiefmanagedpodcast at gmail.com. Mischief Managed was co-created by the wartime Aaron Reinald and original music by the peacetime Devin Highland. And as always, Mischief Managed. Well, that just apparently came up 53 minutes ago, so. Yeah, super fresh. (laughs) Super fresh. Guys, we're really current. We are, like, so current. We're, like, the most current. We are, like, the current-iest. current Very current. You get it. I get it. Yeah. I'm there.